All right, a real quick message before we get started with today's episode of The Rise to the Top. So unless you've been living under a rock, and I hope you haven't, you know that webinars are just freaking an awesome tool for your business, whether it's a marketing tool or, or you want to do coaching online or you want to do so many different things. I can't tell you how many people that have come on the show and have talked about the ways that they've used webinars You know that have just dominated their business. Brian Moran says that was one of the top, that is the top lead generation that he uses for his high-end products. Lewis Howes. Sean Malarkey. That's how these guys have built a six, seven figure business through webinars online. It's amazing some of the things that you can do. That's just the beginning of the list. You know, we don't have time to go over every single person right here. So if you want to create webinars with the greatest of ease, there's only one way. There, there's only one best way to do it, and that's definitely our good friends with GoToWebinar by Citrix Online. And, you know, I got to tell you, I just did a webinar on six figure interview empire, you know, how to turn interviews into bling bling. And I got to tell you, the software is just incredibly easy. You know, I'm not a tech genius and it's just so simple to figure out. Um, there was no problems at all. And, and I guarantee you this is going to be great software for you. So how about this? How about a 45 day, no credit card free trial to check it out? Boom. Here's what you got to do. Just head over to gotowebinar.com, click the try it free button, enter the promo code special, and you are off to the races. All right, well, welcome everyone to the Rise to the Top. I'm David Sight McGarland, and I am so excited for today's guest. For every week, because you're going to learn so much, and I'm going to learn so much. And if we're all learning, that's a good thing. So, Victoria Gibson joining me today on the Rise to the Top. Hello, Victoria. Welcome. Hi, David. How are you? And you're coming at us from, my guess would be, and I know the answer, but I'm going to ask anyway, not from the United States, right? No, not from the United States, from half a world away uh, in Australia, in Melbourne, Australia. All right, very cool. So I want to tell people real quick the topic today before we hop into it. So we're going to learn all about Facebook ads, um, you know, how to get your brand noticed, drive traffic, build a list of targeted buyers, and you're known as a Facebook ad specialist. And it's funny, we've run into each other at at least several internet marketing events. We were at Allie Brown's together, uh, Yannick Silvers. I, I just keep seeing Victoria, she's everywhere. She's, you think she's in Australia, she's actually everywhere. So before we kind of get into this today, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background and sort of how, how did you even get to get so excited about this topic about Facebook ads? Okay, well, I, I really started off um, after finishing a career in corporate marketing and management um, and starting my own online business as a social media consultant. Mm -hmm. I kept getting drawn back to Facebook time and time again just because it's so powerful. It's such a great tool to build your brand, gain an audience, and really engage with, with your ideal clients. But even more so than that, what I found was Facebook ads just really sped up the whole process. Mm -hmm. You're able to build an audience much faster, uh, build a list of, of buyers much much quicker, and um, it just I just found it such an immediate tool um, that made such a difference to um, my clients' business and my own business uh, and establishing myself. So. Uh, that was really why I was drawn to Facebook ads and why I think it's such a great tool for building for entrepreneurs building their own business. Yeah, and it's and this is such an important topic because you know I, I remember when I was doing um, you know for for the Rise community we were doing a lot of case study type interviews of product launches and things going on online and it was very interesting when I started hearing over and over again you pick up on the trends of people using Facebook ads in different ways and, and one that I'm thinking of right off the top of my head was uh, Brian Moran from from uh, Get 10,000 Fans, he was talking about how his entire strategy of drawing people to his site right now and doing different things, he's like, it's Facebook ads. 
That's it. Period. There's yeah. no comma something else. It's like Facebook ads. And so I was like, well, we have to get the master on here to teach us. So without further ado, I guess I will let you take over and I will just be interrupting and asking questions and being obnoxious as we right. go along here. No, that's great. Excellent. No, you're never obnoxious. Of course, please. Let's let's dive in and I think I hope everyone's going to learn something today about how um, they can they can start using it too. So um, let's dive in and you please ask questions and as we go along. And, oh, um, absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to have a chat to you about Facebook ads, obviously, um, and why you should be using them and how to start using them. So let's get started on exactly what they are, and I'm sure most of your audience do know what Facebook ads are, and they've seen those little boxes to the right of your Facebook mm -hmm. um, homepage when you log in. So I've just highlighted them there to show you, you know, you can, you can see anywhere from two to seven on the right-hand side. So um, they, yeah, they're basically a self-serve advertising platform. So what that means is you can go in the back end of Facebook and load up your own advertising that's displayed um, to the people that you want to display it to. Now the space is basically for auction. So um, you bid for the space based on what Facebook suggests the bid should be. And then you pay on a cost per click basis. You can also pay on a cost per display basis, um, which I'll go into later, but okay. we'll, we'll keep it on a cost per click at the moment. So you pay every time somebody clicks on your ad. And the more clicks you get, the cheaper they become. So the price does vary because it's an auction system, but the more your ad gets clicked on, Facebook rewards you with cheaper clicks. Oh, I, 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 I never knew that. For any reason, not that I know okay. anything really about this, as this is a new topic for us, but I'm saying I never had any idea that, that they actually help you out a bit by rewarding you for what? Having a very good ad, basically. Yes, because Facebook are all about user experience. So they want the ad to be as relevant to, its, to their users as possible so that basically their users don't complain about them being on there. And mm -hmm. I know some people do complain about them, but what you generally would find if the advertisers are doing their job right and Facebook's doing their job right, the ads that you see should be relevant to you in some way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, rather than you just turn on the TV and you see a whole, you know, different load of ads that may not have anything to do with your circumstance, Facebook ads should be really relevant to you. And Facebook want that to be the case. So they will reward your ad if it gets clicked on more um, with cheaper clicks. So cool. the incentive is there to make a more effective ad. So you create the ad um, and control the budget and the targeting. So um, that, that's a good thing about it. You have got some level of control there. Um, and the advantages are that obviously you've got the opportunity to tap into Facebook's audience. Mm -hmm. There's over 800 million people on Facebook. So it's, it's a pretty um, great opportunity to tap into the scale of Facebook. The users on Facebook are really engaged, so more than half of the users are logging in daily. And I know in Australia there was a survey done recently that said, you know, most most users are spending half an hour a day on Facebook. Now I know I spend a lot more. Yeah, me too. I, <laughs> yeah, half hour. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I'm like I'm like on there. I think I'm on there right now. I mean, I'm probably on there on another computer. You know. Exactly, and aren't we all? Because it's just such a great way to connect, not only from a business perspective, but you know, obviously a personal perspective. And they're really merging a lot more now too. So, um, you know, it's a channel that I believe every brand needs to be on. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that ads are a great way to, um, you know, to really take advantage of the, of the platform. The targeting is really where the power is. Facebook. Um, 
get so much information on all their users that they put this all together so advertisers can tap into it. Now that doesn't mean we're, you know, it contravenes any privacy legislation or anything. It's all kept anonymous, it's all mm -hmm. aggregated together, but you get the opportunity to target via some pretty cool um, options, not just demographics, but also lifestyle, which I'll go into. Um, the other element is that you get um, inbuilt social proof in the advertising uh, mm -hmm. when, you're when you're keeping your ad traffic on Facebook which I'll go into, um, and that you might see in some, some of the ads that you'll see if your friends have already liked that page. Yeah, I see that all the um, time. Yeah. Yeah, so that just adds this other layer of social proof, um, inbuilt testimonial. Um, research shows time and time again that you're more likely to engage with a brand that your friends recommend to you. So if you see that your friend has engaged with, with this ad or the, the brand that's being advertised, you're more likely to click on it. Um, and I don't think there's anywhere else that you can really um, take advantage of that sort of inbuilt social proof in advertising, apart from if you see a testimonial of someone you know online. But this is a really great way to um, make that easy to see and, and make it, once again, more relevant for the Facebook user. Yeah, so very cool. The other thing is the value that, that Facebook ads give you. Um, so not all of us, especially when we're solopreneurs or you know starting out bootstrapping, you can't exactly go and do a big media buy um, and get on TV, radio, right. and you know, newspapers. Like, who can afford that, right? But Facebook ads, you can start with a relatively low budget, but you can get exactly right in front of your audience for that small budget. So yeah, and you know what? I, I like from sort of an, a perspective of sort of um, someone that hasn't tried it yet, and also a lot of people are kind of in that in our community, um, is that – what I love about it is is sort of listening to what's going on in the internet marketing community right now and different things is people are all about controlling your own destiny when it comes to your you know products and services right it sounds obvious but not always so true because yeah you can go the affiliates and I'm not you know I'm pro affiliates and that's great to have partners and different things like that but you got to bother them every single time your your product comes out or you have something new this is something yeah you're paying for it a little bit up front but Yes. This is your control. Like, like there's no problems if like someone gets on your list and they buy 212 days later or something that an affiliate doesn't get a commission or something like that. There's no issues with that at all. This is your destiny sort of controlled, correct? Absolutely. It's, it, you're in charge of your brand. And all the big brands advertise and have a marketing budget. So why shouldn't you? Now, that's not to say, you know, throw money around and, you know, obviously – any, anything you spend in your business has to make sense. Um, but I can't see why this wouldn't make sense for most businesses and most entrepreneurs. And one of the biggest things that we come up against is that people say, well, I don't know if I'm going to get a return on that. Um, but what I love about Facebook is it, it gives you some very good metrics to understand how many people are seeing your ad, how many people are clicking on it. And you can, tra you can track that and you'll be able to track how many people are opting into your list, how many pe people visit the landing page and we'll go into a bit more of cool. that but cool. there's some really good metrics there so let's dive in awesome um so what can they do what are you going to use them for well firstly engagement engagement with your ideal clients now that might be on facebook or off facebook getting them onto your list starting to talk to them regularly um on, on your list but also on your facebook page um and if you haven't got a facebook page for your business you definitely need one and you know, I'm biased, but I'm bossy like that. <laughs> you need a Facebook page if yep. you don't have one, get one. 
Um, and, uh, you know, driving awareness. So one of the other great benefits of Facebook ads is that even if people aren't clicking on them, and don't forget, you don't pay for the ads if, you don't, if people don't click on them. I mean, you, your aim is to get them clicked on, but people are still seeing you and your brand and your message, regardless of whether they get clicked on. You're still getting impressions, and Facebook will serve those up if you choose cost per click for free. Mm -hmm. So, you know, who, who, who doesn't love more awareness and getting your brand out there as much as possible? Um, and traffic, I mean, that's, that's the primary aim of using Facebook ads, getting more traffic um, to your site or to, to your Facebook page, um, getting more likes. So I know a lot of people do get a Facebook page and then they, they sort of, you know, think, oh, I've got 80 fans and no one, no one answers any of my questions and it can be a bit of a lonely experience when you first... Right, so yeah, it's, you know, yeah, you're kind of in the uh, cricket chamber at the beginning there, so... <laughs> Exactly. You put you put your post out and you're like, hello, please. And you, so you ring your friend, can you please comment on that? Because nobody, nobody's answering. Right. And yeah, it can feel a little, it's, it's heavy going. Um, and organically growing your Facebook page, although that's a fantastic channel of, uh, you know, free promotion and free opportunities, and I, I completely advocate it, it takes a long time yeah. to get some traction. Yeah, it really you know, does. Yeah, before you get a thousand fans, you really don't get very high engagement levels at all. Um, so it, it can be a bit of an uphill battle and a lot of people give up because of that. But if you can keep going and then use Facebook ads to get more traction, you can get to a thousand genuine fans relatively quickly hmm. for a pretty small investment. So I, I always recommend that too. And of course, the golden um, objective of list building, once you get them on your list, then you can keep talking to them and they're your you know, they're, they're your customers, they're your clients. Um, you're not at the mercy of Facebook serving up your message as and when they feel like it. In people's news feeds, you've got um, your list there. So I like both of those together because I know a lot of people talk about um, Facebook page messages not getting into everybody's news feed. Mm -hmm. But also, similarly with list building, not everybody opens your emails all right. the time. Right. So why not let's do a double whammy and try and hit them on Facebook and on your list. So that's what I love about um, Facebook marketing is that you can do both. All right, cool. Well, yeah, that's very easy to understand. I like how you laid that out there so we can just visually see the reasons for it so that all makes sense. Yeah. Great. So I also want to, before you get going, ask yourself some questions. So this is the other problem I see when people start using Facebook ads. So I'm sure there's people watching today who tried them and decided that, that it didn't work. Mm -hmm. um, and that's quite a common thing I hear. So if they haven't tried them, that's fine. We'll, we'll lay that out today, how to, how to approach it the right way. But often people have tried them and decided that, you know, they just burnt through some cash and it didn't. It didn't do anything for them. So I want people to take a step back and really work out their approach to Facebook ads and ask themselves a few questions, which starting with why do you want to advertise? Mm -hmm. So it's all very good to jump on the bandwagon and you know people say, oh, well, I know that they're advertising on Facebook or my competitors are on there, so I'm going to jump on there too. But like anything, you need to be strategic about it. Why do you want to advertise? Do you want to build your list? Do you want to create awareness about a new product or service? Do you want to build your Facebook page? Um, you know, do you want to get more traffic to your website? All those kind of things, you need to, to get that up front and work out what's the most important to you because that will shape the way you advertise on Facebook. Yeah, and as you go through these questions, that you know, they're, they're simple, but they're often forgotten, right? And it's the same thing with That's like, right. not, just, not just with uh, 
Facebook ads, everything. Like, like there's so many different things. Like, you know, if you want to go on a PR binge or something like mm. that, and you're out there and everything, and you don't ask these same questions, um, you're going to be, it's the same problem. You know what I mean? Over and yes. over again, because you're like, you're going to generate this awareness, you're going to generate these clicks, whatever it may be. But then at the end of the day, if there's not a goal, and I, I would say, I would venture to say that a lot of our community, I think is specifically interested in a lot of different things, but I would say a lot of people want to build that list. You know what I mean? Build those new yes. relationships and get those people yes. in there. And that is just something. I'm not saying everyone, but I know a lot of you guys are out there thinking, I want the list. I want my delicious list. So think about these questions <laughs> as you go in there. Yeah, and, and, and I would definitely agree that that should be your primary aim. And there's ways to do that um, on Facebook and off Facebook. Um, but yes, definitely. Um, you want to build the list, but there might be other considerations too, and that's going to depend on how you tailor your ads. And I know this is very 101, but it's just worth taking that step back. Yeah, 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 see for sure. Typing in. So um, what do you want to advertise? You know, that goes back to, to your priority, but, you know, is, is it um, a certain specific product or just, you know, getting more awareness about your brand out there? Um, who do you want to advertise to? Now, this is one of the most important things on Facebook because in order to tap into the targeting power of Facebook, you really need to know who you're going after. Now, if you don't, if you aren't really familiar with exactly who your client is, you might need to do some research on that first um, and start thinking about certain age groups. Have one ideal um, client in mind and then profile them and start using that as a base. Um, but really collect as much information as you can. If you don't have that information, you can still advertise on Facebook using the targeting, but you might have to have to start off a little bit more broad mm -hmm. first and then mm -hmm. see how you go from there and then start narrowing in. And the beauty of Facebook is it does allow you to do that and it gives you a lot of market free market research. So if you are just starting out and you're trying to hone who your customer is, then Facebook can be an excellent tool for understanding um, where your message resonates best. Got it. So what action do you want them to take? There needs to be an action, um, a call to action in all advertising, but in Facebook ads it's even more important. I'll show you some examples of that. Um, and how much do you want to spend? So not how much do you want to spend each ad, but just overall, how much would you like to dedicate to this? Because especially when you start out, the first initial rounds of testing, you, you do have to be prepared to perhaps, you know, forego a bit of that upfront investment to understand uh, you know, where you should be placing your ads. So you might lose a little bit up front. Um, and so it's like, you know, going to the blackjack table, know what you want to, <laughs> what you want to lose first um, and stay within those limits. Got it. Because it also can be a little bit seductive when you see people clicking on your ad and think, this is great, I'll up the budget. And, you know, that, that may not be sitting within your objectives. So just, you know, make sure that you know how much you'd like to dedicate. Because the thing is with Facebook ads, they should end up costing you nothing. Because if you've got a product or service to sell, they should be self-liquidating, really. You should right. be able to invest in Right, exactly. It should, it should all be part of the funnel that then it makes sense and you can just keep ramping it up and there you go. Yes. So I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, but that costs me money to, spend, to advertise on Facebook. Well, yes, up front you might spend a little more, but then it, sh it shouldn't cost you anything and you should actually be growing your sales and getting more profit from the investment. So, cool. Cool. Um, yeah. So... Image is everything um, in, in life and in, in everything. But so true, so life. true, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, this is, this is one of the biggest focus areas for your advertising. So when you've asked yourself the question, you've got your strategy right, 
what I want you to pay attention to is what images you're going to use in your ad, what's best going to represent your message, but also really what's going to stand out on Facebook because now particularly with the new timeline profiles for pages and personal profiles, there's a lot more images, they're bigger, um, so you're competing with a lot more on the page than you ever were before. Mm -hmm. That's, apart from on the home feed where you see you know, on your news feed and you see everyone's stories. Um, you, images pop out a lot more on the side on there, but if, if people are viewing timelines, then images are harder to really pop. So you need to make sure that you've got um, a high impact image, um, that it's relevant to what you're advertising. So you know, I've given examples there of entrepreneurs who have been advertising on Facebook that I've worked with. Um, I recognize some. I recognize some peeps here. Is it? We got Lewis House. Yeah, I know. I thought. I thought you might. There's our buddy Lewis. Is that Pam Hendrickson, top left? Yeah, that's Pam Hendrickson. So All that's right. a good example of. I saw that you, you've had her on the show too. She's Absolutely. Um, so she. So the images we used um, for her ads were to overlay the text. So, you know, we can use a picture of her, which you know she's obviously gorgeous, um, which helps uh, to have you know a nice image. But you know you don't have it doesn't have to be an image of a person. But you, I, I put those ones up there because obviously they're relevant to entrepreneurs. But also images of people or you know replicas of people like James is out there with a the cartoon um, work best because Facebook is a very um, you know people oriented yeah. kind of product. People are on there you know to connect with people. So it's best to you know have a have a representation of a person on the ad. Yeah, Victoria, um, I was thinking about that, not to interrupt there, but I was thinking when I click yeah. on stuff or when I recognize certain ads that come across, it is 100% of the time a person. It, it, like yes. not 98, but just me. And I'm, I'm interested, you know, that makes sense to me because um, you know, a lot of people here, you know, and everyone that's listening and watching this, they're at, at the most point, at the most points are at the forefront of their brand, their personality, their, their thing, their, you know, whether they're a fitness expert working on kettlebells or whether it's a, a dating expert working with, you know, over four year old women, most people are the forefront. And, and so it makes sense a hundred percent here that your, your butt, not your butt, your face, uh, but you should be in <laughs> the, put your butt on there. Put your butt on there if you want, should be in the, yeah, that that. <laughs> that makes that makes a hundred percent sense. Maybe not your butt, but if you do that, let me know. <laughs> Don't put your butt on there. It's not. Although, you know, it depends. It probably would, but Facebook wouldn't approve it. Um, we'll go into the fact that they do have guidelines. <laughs> it probably would get a lot of clicks, but anyway, we won't go into that. Um, and you know, so as I said, use use a nice up close, tight image of a of a face um, or. Um, combining image and text mm -hmm. as we've got on that top left-hand side with Pam Hendrickson. She's got the turn your ideas into profitable products right there. And so that's a nice combination of both. She's got another message taking advantage of that image um, on Facebook, the real estate, to get some more messaging. Because you're, you've got limited um, by the number of characters for your headline and copy. So, you know, if you can get some more text in the image, then that's great. Just so everyone knows, the image size is 110 pixels wide by 80 pixels high. Okay. So make sure that you resize your images to fit within that space. I see a lot of people using kind of half of the space because they haven't resized it and they put more of a portrait style image in there. Um, but it, you need to use more of a landscape image. Um, and you can use like little borders like we've done with Lewis's there um, or James's, you know, he's a great 
designer as well. He's got those kind of like little graphics of himself cartoonized. And cartoons can work really well. Um, certain illustrations can, can really work well because they stand out in Facebook. Um, so, you know, combining graphics is, is a really good way of making sure that your image works. The image will basically account for 80% of the reason why people click on your ad wow. or be more, but you know, I think wow. I've done so. And Victoria, I know we're going to hop into offers probably later, but something yeah. that I'm noticing already a trend here, as you can see on the, on the screen here yes. is that the, the, the four offers or whatever they're promoting right here, um, interestingly are all most likely lead generation free things that I'm seeing right there. Um, so meaning, uh, yes. here, here's Pam's free video series. Um, yes. is that Dee Dee? She's got, she's got something yeah. about her video. Uh, Lewis yes. has, um, free videos. I've seen free web yes. all the time. I see webinars I see, and then, you know, whatever. So that obviously there's something to that. I think we're getting more into that later, but I think that's a lot, lot yeah. to say about what's working as opposed to trying to sell a product right now over the head, if you will. Exactly. And that's a great point. And I'm really glad you brought that up because, Facebook, Google, Google AdWords um, is something different. Advertising on Google, people are already searching for something. So people might Google, uh, you know, how to sell high-priced products, for example, and Pam might be advertising on Google, mm -hmm. and that could come up, and they could be much readier, much more ready to buy mm -hmm. something like that because people have typed that in. But you've got to remember that Facebook is Facebook ads are more disruptive for advertising. We're yep. just trying to entice people away from their engagement on Facebook. So you need to be able to do that with, with you know, the normal online marketing ways of giving away something of value first. Trying to get, sell something straight off the bat does not work as well. It doesn't mean it can't work, um, depending on, you know, how, how um, well your landing page converts. You might be able to sell a lower price product direct from ads. That can work, but it does need to generally okay. be a lower price product and you need to have your, your um, page at a really good conversion level. So good to know. I wouldn't recommend it when you're just starting out. So what should you say? Uh. Um, so when you're crafting your ad and, you, and you're going to Facebook and, and put in your headline and your copy and upload your image, um, the headline, yes, is, is definitely important as well. So the image is most important, then comes the headline. So you might want to ask a question or make a statement. You know, our brains are programmed to answer questions, so mm -hmm. questions generally do work quite well in the headline. And if you don't ask it in the headline, then try and ask it in the copy. Um, because people just are automatically drawn to questions, particularly if it's relevant to their circumstance. So always include a call to action. So you mentioned before on those ads you saw that, you know, um, that there's something that people would, that were giving away, but it will say on there, register here, click now, um, click like to find out more, you know, those kinds yeah, of things. Yeah, I'm yeah. seeing that on the three examples you have here. I see register here, I see click yes. here to get started, I see yes. click here to find out more. So so there's something, yeah. do something. Yeah, it just doesn't end. Yeah, so, so it can sound a little um, kind of amateur when you see the copy that says click here, but you really need to tell people what they need to do. It sounds basic, and some people might think, oh, I don't want my ads to say that, but... That is what works on Facebook. You need to be very specific with what you want people to do. Otherwise, they might just read it and go, oh, okay. Because we're just sort of robots on the computer. Right. No, yeah. No, it's 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 great. Yeah, you might feel a little bit uncomfortable saying like something, but you have to be Captain yeah. Obvious here and uh, just go ahead and do it. So, yes. got That's it. That's a great point. 
So focus on the benefits. So focus on selling your benefits. So what are they going to get for free? What What is it about how you're going to change their current circumstance? Um, you know, those kind of things. So focus on, on that benefit. Like all advertising, that's nothing new. Um, and really make sure that it connects to your target audience. So um, making sure that either the, the copy of the headline resonates with their circumstance. So if you're targeting people who are looking for to lose weight, then make sure that that comes out in the copy and, and you can people are, feel like that you're advertising directly to them, those kind of things, which work across in all advertising and email marketing. Mm-hmm. So um, then mm-hmm. where are you going to send them? So we were talking about Brian Moran before. He does an amazing job on Facebook and he has built um, you know, a massively successful brand just using Facebook ads and, and Facebook pages. Um, and you know he's obviously known. He's a great guy, and he's so strategic about how he how he goes about it, and he's had great success. One of the reasons why he's had great success is that he's been able to build his Facebook page using ads, but also build his list, as we talked about before. Right, important. right. And he told me he said, you know, likes are one thing, and likes are great and fantastic and awesome. But it's if you're not building that list, you are losing out, my friend. Exactly. So I've put a couple of examples here because you can you can um, send your ad traffic on or off Facebook. So I've shown here how Brian um, has had his most recent one of his most recent Facebook pages that I'm, not, um, I'm sure he's probably sending ads to. But if he hasn't, you can land here um, and it says, okay, there's a video. That little um, the picture of him next to the get ten thousand fans is actually a video. So when you land on here, he's got a nice headline. And then a video plays, and you know what else can you see but to do here, but to enter your email. And that, is pretty... that on the new timeline too? So you can still have an opt-in page there. We, we don't yes. need to get into all yeah. that, but but I just was just curious. That was under yeah. the new um, timeline. No, yeah. that's that's cool. We should probably get into it because I don't know if I've got a specific slide here. But with the changes on timeline, um, people might know that you used to be able to have a. Um, your own page on Facebook, which was called a custom tab or a welcome right. tab, where all new new visitors to the page would automatically land. And typically, you could ask for an email address and for them to like the page on that tab. Now, you still can have these tabs on Facebook. The difference is, is that they're wider, which is great. So they're bigger. They look more like a website. Mm-hmm. Um, and you... The, the best way to send traffic direct to these tabs now, because automatically everybody goes to the new timeline now, the best way to send people to these tabs is using Facebook ads because you can um, cut and paste the URL at the top of the tab and put that into um, your ad destination. Cool. So that's the best way now to get people cool. to your tabs. There are other, some other organic ways you can do it on using the timeline features, but this is the best way. Okay. So, Got it. Yes, you can still do that, and you can still use those like gates or reveal tabs um, that people may have seen, where you have to people have to click like to get the content. You can still do those as well. And that's okay. important to mention. Um, you want to be able to capture the lead and the like when you're advertising on Facebook. So um, talking even on here, um, just prompting the like at the top as well can be worthwhile so that you get both. Because now that the tab is wider. Um, it's great for getting the email, but it's, it doesn't seem to be working quite as well to get the like. So you can also say, hey, like our page or click like to enter, uh, to enter or to find out more on the ad because people can actually, if you're advertising to a Facebook page and you don't change the headline, you can have um, 
just the little like button comes up in the ad so people can like directly from the ad as well. So if they like the ad uh, in that situation, they're also going to end up that, that likes your page for them, correct? Yes. Got it. Yes. So that's the other advantage. Cool. Um, that other, the other page I've got on there, which you can't, I've sort of obscured it a little bit, but that's one of um, James. Oh, it's James Wedmore. So. There you go. I see him. Yes. So he's he he's got a landing page which was with um, to a webinar page, which webinars can work really well. Whether you've got auto webinars or you're um, having live webinars, signing up and re getting registered for your webinar is a great. Um, using ads to do that is a great opportunity. So. We could send ads to this page. It was an auto webinar, but before they signed up, they saw he had a cute video there with a, one of those doodle videos where it's, you know, describing how YouTube can get your, get you all this traffic. And then people would opt in and listen to the webinar. And obviously he was selling his video traffic academy product. Right. And webinar. also building his list through the webinar as well. So it's a, it, that's it. That's, that's, that's like, because to me, that sounds like the ultimate funnel, something that I'm going to be experimenting with soon. You know, for example, just to right. let people know, I always let people know what I'm doing. Um, you know, yeah, it, is, right. you know, it, it, is that, is that exact thing is you have a, a Facebook ad. So let me just make sure I have this correct. He has a Facebook ad. Yes. You, yes. it's going to say some, some kind of call to action, you know, you know, on how to get massive floods of traffic from YouTube. Through the free mm -hmm. webinar, click here for the to register. Space is limited. Yes. Clicks there. They end up here. They go to the webinar. Now the web and it's awesome because as soon as they reserve their spot, now James has their email, which is fantastic. Yes. And then yep. they go to the webinar. At the end of the webinar, of course, there's going to be a pitch for his product, which was uh, yes. now I'm blanking on the name of the video traffic, traffic academy. academy, right? Um, and and you know, so you're going to have buyers potentially at best and at quote unquote worst you now have a new relationship with someone that's that's on your list so i mean like that's like to me seems like a win 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 there absolutely and when you go to do yours obviously i'm going to help you so we're going to make sure that we we have it all sorted out for you but the other thing you saw his ad before with that cartoon character so you know, hundreds of thousands, I think we, we ended up getting over, you know, a million and a half impressions. So that means an impression is every time the ad is displayed. Mm -hmm. So that picture of him, oh, and we did a whole lot of other executions for his ad campaign as well, but people are seeing James Wedmore, his ideal target audience are seeing James Wedmore on a frequent basis. So what else that does to build trust? Because what do, we, what do we do when we see people around online and advertising? You, you do have a level of trust. You think, Absolutely. Okay, well, they must be doing well. Um, so I think that that's really important. Same with Brian Moran. I mean, most people who are on online marketing know who Brian Moran is. And one of the biggest reasons, apart from the fact, you know, he does such a great job and he's a great guy, is that he's on Facebook so much and, you know, we... We saw him present at Underground and talk about how what sort of level of um, expenditure he does on Facebook ads. It's pretty huge. Same with people like um, AppSumo. You know, when we talk, Noah builds AppSumo on Facebook ads. Um, so these guys, as well as all the big brands, um, are using it with great success. So the best part is that as an entrepreneur, you can do it too. So Definitely. why not? Definitely. So use video here. Both of these examples, this is why I pulled these up, um, have, have video on the landing tab, and I think that that works incredibly well. You don't have to do that, but it does work well. Selling by webinar works really well too. Um, and just make sure that the landing page, this is really important actually, making sure that it's relevant to your ad copy. So don't say, hey, um, you know, click here to find more about YouTube and then send them to a product where you're selling Facebook ads. I mean, I don't think people are going to do that, but... 
you know, just make sure that it all flows so that people feel like, oh, okay, this is all making sense for me. So that, right, like, right, because oh, nothing it would kill trust if you mess that up. It, like meaning that if you did, right. uh, if you if you said you know free webinar to learn how to do YouTube traffic or whatever, and you click it and there's a sales page instead, you'd be like, screw this guy, you know, that's not right. good. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then you're just wasting wasting your clicks. The other thing to know as well is that Facebook does have um, advertising guidelines. You need to familiarize yourself with those because um, it covers a lot of the elements of landing pages. And Facebook don't want their users to have a bad experience. So they don't want people going to really spammy kind of sales pages where they're promised the world and, you know. Just click a button. Just click a button. And here comes the money. (laughs) And here comes the money truck, my friend. So, so if some people, you, you know, I've got feedback um, from people, oh, well, you know, I couldn't get my Facebook ad approved. And that might be you need to take a good look at your landing page, make sure you're not um, contravening the advertising guidelines. Put a terms of service and privacy policy footer at the bottom of your um, page as well, particularly if you're doing something in the make money online niche, that can be notoriously hard to get approved because Facebook want to keep the, you know, keep the integrity of the user experience. So that's just another tip there. So when we're going to targeting, um, I've just got a screenshot of the ads manager. And in order to access your ads manager, you go to facebook.com forward slash advertising and click on create an ad and you'll see how the platform works. Cool. I just pulled out a shot of the targeting because this is where I really think the power is in Facebook ads. So stop me at any time, David, if I'm kind of rambling on. Or no, no, this is great. I mean, this is this is super cool. I, I like how there's, yeah, well, I'll let you explain that. This is super cool. Okay. No, that's cool. No, please. It's, it's better if we can both talk. Um, so targeting, not only can we target via demographics. So as you can see up there, I could target in the United States and I can get down to state. I can get down to city. So in here, I've put in um, states. So by doing some research, I might understand about my product or service that most of my customers are in um, New York, California, Texas, Florida, etc. So I can put in up to as many states as I want. Um, And one of the advantages of doing that rather than just putting United States is that I may already know that my message works better there. Now you may not know this to start. So if you don't, then just do United States if you know that where you want to target. But don't forget, Facebook's a global entity. So you can do all the English-speaking countries or you don't have to, you know, you may have a, um, a product that resonates with Spanish-speaking people. Whatever it is, you can target wherever Facebook is, you can target that country. But don't put um, all the countries in one campaign. Separate them out. Got so it. Because because it, it says here on the right space. side, you want to keep your total down to under 200,000. And if you're going to do that, you're probably yeah. going to end up in a muck. So. Well, exactly. You'll be doing, you know, millions of people. I do see people doing that too because it's a bit too scattergun to do an ad that that reaches a million people. You want to make sure you know where your message is landing. So keep it under where you see where I put the arrow, the estimated reach. Keep it under 200,000 people and preferably over about 10 to 15,000 people. You want to have enough people that you're giving your ad a chance of getting clicked on. because we know that that gives us better value clicks. So, is there something that might be too small, like staying above a certain number? Um, yeah, it can. It depends because you because the beauty of Facebook is that you can go super targeted. And if you know that out of an audience of five hundred people, you're going to get 
90% of them buy your product, then then that's great. Perfect. But you yeah. don't have the fact that you're not going to get a very high, you may not get a high click-through rate. It depends. Okay. So just, I just say to keep it, um, to be safe, just keep it over 10,000 and under 200,000. You should find good traction in, at those levels. And then I see easily um, here that you've got the age and you've got the gender. So there, there's yes. a good way. So you can do age and gender. Um, and then where the power is, is under interest. Yeah, this so, looks cool because that is, I like how specific it is with Mari Smith and Amy Porterfield and Social Media Examiner. It's, yes. someone, it's someone that wants to reach people doing stuff on Facebook stuff so yes yeah. exactly so that's why i you know I, I sort of thought i'd put something here that if i was going to advertise what i might what i might right. look at um you know I, I know that most people who follow me and i know this because i have a facebook page um that gives me great insights and you know i can go in and see how, you know where my message is resonating on facebook most of the people who um like my page are, are you know, the majority of women, 30 to 44. I mean, minus or half-half, actually, women, men, but slightly more women. So I was just going to say that if I was going to do a campaign, I'd do this as one campaign where I, where I break down the age and I break down the location and the sex, and then I would put those precise interests in, and then I would create, could create that again um, with a different age group and men or the same age group and men as well. So I, and then I could compare the campaigns together. Cool, cool. Um, but I, you know, there's, there's way more to that, but just to give you a bit of an idea, but what, what I really wanted to highlight here is that precise targeting. So you have to select at the bottom, you'll see there, it says switch to broad category targeting. When you first go in there, it's automatically on broad category targeting. So you want to switch to precise interest. Mm -hmm. And I, I always want you to be using precise interest because that's where the power of Facebook it's the, is. It's like so, a scalpel. It's a scalpel to get in there and just really get exactly who you want to go after. Because, I mean, this is about as targeted as I can think. I mean, you know, with with yes. the names and the, and the brands that you have there. I mean, that's it'd be one thing to say, you know, like social media or something or, or whatever it might be, but, yes. you know, and then you have this. Which is what some people do, and they'll see the hashtag broad categories and just put in social media, online marketing, you know, really broad terms. Too but broad, right. It's too broad. You want to know that, okay, these are people who have engaged with these pages on Facebook. They've liked them. So we know that they're definitely interested in Facebook marketing and social media. And, you know, if I wanted to get really specific, I'd probably just keep my Facebook marketers as one campaign and my social media publications as another. I was just giving you cool. more ideas. Cool, cool. Love and it. You'll see under there that there's suggested likes and interests too. So um, Facebook will try and help you out, but try not to select any of those ones with hashtags because they'll try and steer you in the wrong direction. So <laughs> try and just make sure you do your own research. You can research on, at, um, on websites at alexa.com to understand what kind of demographics say your competitors have got because that can be a good place to start if you're not quite sure about your own yet. Love it. Um, so things like Quantcast, um, Google, I do most of my research on Facebook because I want to, want to target via Facebook pages. So what type of ad can you choose? And now with all the changes, you've got a lot more options rather than just the straight out Facebook ad that I showed you before with the headline, copy and image. You now have, if you're advertising on Facebook, so you're, you're advertising to a Facebook page. Facebook to Facebook. Have, Facebook to Facebook, yes, right? Facebook to Facebook. So these ads are only if you're advertising to a page. Um, you can have a sponsored story. So what this means is that um, this will show up in the, in, in the, targeted, in the target market um, where they'll see if a friend of theirs likes the page. So 
this might show up. You might see, I might target um, online marketers and you might see this one, David, and it says, we're friends on Facebook. So you'll see that I like this page mm -hmm. and hopefully you think, oh, Victoria's got great taste. I'll, <laughs> I'll have a click on that and have a look as well. Right. <laughs> so the advantage with that is that you get these um, clicks a lot cheaper because Facebook love the way this weaves into the, so the, the network of the, the way their Facebook ad, Facebook platform works. So they they want more of these ads. They want people to do these ads because they don't look like ads. Mm -hmm. And that helps them because they're getting revenue, but it doesn't look like ads. The other awesome. one is you can actually create a post on Facebook and then turn that into an ad. So um, the, the advantage with that is once again, it's cheaper. It's getting more engagement on your Facebook page. So, you know, we talked about the crickets when you post something on Facebook. If you've got something great to talk about that links into a page or goes to your opt-in page or, you know, you've got an event coming up, um, then turn it into an ad and get some interaction. You can see the little like symbol and the comment button. Mm -hmm. People can actually then see how many people have liked the, liked the post and commented on it as well. Cool. So you get more comments as you advertise. The third one is events. So, um, you know, you, might, you create an event in Facebook and then you can turn that into an ad and people can actually see how many people have RSVP'd under there as well. I oh, that's cool too. Huh. Cool. But yeah. You, so once again, it's driving that social proof element. Mm -hmm. The other one is just an ad to, an, um, to a page app. So like we talked about before with those custom tabs are no longer there, but they do have um, page apps that you can send ads to. So that's how those will look. Um, so you can create as many of those as you like as well um, in terms of the apps and start sending your ads there. Cool. And which one of these is, would be one if you were to send someone to like a webinar or something like that? Would it be one of these specifically? Okay. So if you wanted to send it to a webinar, what you could, what you do is you'd have that, um, say that page we had with James with the video and the sign up, you could create that as a Facebook page tab and then we would use the ad to app. Ah, okay. Cool. At the end, and then they would land on there and and um and sign up on Facebook. If you wanted, to, if you had it with a, if you do have an auto webinar program and you're just sending it to a landing page on its own, then we use one of the ads that we had before, which is an off Facebook ad, where we tailor the um, headline of the copy. Cool. So cool. You, Very cool. Yeah. All makes sense. So there's a lot. Of, I just wanted to highlight that no, there's yeah. a lot of different ways you can advertise. Yeah. Um. So how much is it going to cost? And that's pretty much what people want to know most. Mm -hmm. um, now, in terms of uh, this sometimes influences people to choose um, cost per click or cost per impression. So CPM is cost per impression. These are the two ways that you can bid for the ads on Facebook. I always recommend using cost per click yep. because it's a very measured way of advertising. Sure. You know that you're paying for people to actually click on the ad, they're engaged. Cost per impression is more if you have a, a, a narrower audience that you know is already resonating with your message. You can get it cheaper. So cost per impression is cheaper for a reason because it's less valuable. It's just displaying. You can still target, but it's, it's not the best way to do it. So some people choose CPM because they see that the bid price is cheaper. So don't fall into that um, trap. So use the advanced bidding mode in um, the Facebook Ads Manager and bid within the suggested range. Now, generally, there's a whole, 
the cost per click varies, average cost per click varies by country, and it also varies day to day, week to week, hour by hour, depending on how many other people are bidding for that, those same, that same target audience. Mm -hmm. So generally, I think at the moment, um, the US is about the average cost per click is about 70 to 80 cents. Okay. So if you're doing under that, you're doing really well. It doesn't mean that you won't pay more. It doesn't mean that you won't pay less, but the better targeted your ads are and the better they perform, you'll pay less than that. So if you, so if you go, sorry, if you go under it, let's, so let's say it says it recommends it's 70 to 80 cents per click and you type in yeah. 60 cents. Um, what happens then? Is it just that it won't get served or it won't get served yeah. if there's people like, how does that work? Yeah, generally, look, you can try, if you're patient, you can, you can bid under the suggested bid and see if Facebook will pick it up. Generally, they won't. Um, they used to a lot more before, you know, there's a lot now a lot more advertisers. Right. But what you'll find is you'll be able to look into your reporting and there's a metric called reach, which tells you how many times the ad's been shown or how many impressions the ad's received. And if that's not moving, then you need to increase your bid. Okay. So you can you can bid under. It will come up with a warning that says no, you should bid in the suggested range. Um, but you can try it. But I, I generally, from my experience, the ad won't get served. Okay. So you need to, and also don't be afraid to bid in the suggested range because if you do everything we've talked about on this, um, you know, in this presentation, your ad should be really successful, and you should pay under the suggested bidding range anyway. Mm -hmm. So don't, don't be afraid. Rewarded for your good behavior. I like it. Right. Yes, exactly. Um, I mean, sometimes it can be scary. You can put it in and it might say $3 to $7. So Facebook does <laughs> crazy things like that sometimes. And look, if, if that's the case, I don't like generally paying more than a dollar a click. That would be my sort of rule that you might need to either hold off for a while until it becomes less competitive or change your targeting up. Um, you don't want to be paying you know, $7 a click for right. Facebook ads. Um, so watch your impressions and adjust, adjust your bid, as I said, um, because that's, that's where you're going to get the value and cool. make sure that you add scene. So you want to get the impressions. So going into, did that make sense? By yeah, that? no, that, so, so explain that one more time, one more quick time. Okay. Okay. So the, you mean the bidding? Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. uh, where you said like adjust with your impressions there. Oh, okay. Okay. So you go into your Facebook ads manager and make sure that your ads are getting shown. So make sure that you see that that figure for reach is going up. So that means your ad is being served. Ah, so as okay. long as your ad is being served, then you can understand if it's getting clicked on. The next most important metric to check is CTR or click-through rate. Now you want that to be at a level, I should probably mention this because I haven't got this listed in this presentation. You want that to be at a level of the average is 0.02. Okay. You want that to be above, well above that to get the value out of Facebook ads. So I'd like to say, you know, you want to get it at least 0 0.05, 0 0.07. And that's the amount the of people clicking on your ad versus seeing it, correct? Yes, yeah. exactly. That's the metric. So it's just a, a simple yeah, equation. So the higher the click-through rate, the cheaper the click becomes. And also, you know that your ad is getting You're doing good. You're doing good. Exactly. Yeah. So, so look at those reach and CTR when you're, when you're analyzing your ads. And I think I will go into this a little All right, bit cool. more. But test your, in optimizing your ads, test your campaign group. So, so break things up. Like I mentioned before, that I might do another campaign that would just be men or I might do another campaign that would just be Amy Porterfield fans. 
who doesn't want to be in Amy Porterfield? I know I'm a fan. I know I'll be in that. I'll, I know I'll be ser- yeah. seeing those served on the right side. <laughs> exactly. Love her. So, um, you, but you might want to just get, yeah, get specific and break things up so you can see what's working or what's not. Because we might want to test, okay, is our message going to work better with Amy Porterfield or is it going to work better with, um, you know, Murray Smith, for example. We might want to see where, where it lands better and then we don't have to use um, Murray Smith in our targeting because we might find that Amy Porterfield gives us everything Got we it. need. Got it. So, yeah, that's kind of what we want to be doing is test, test, test. I can't impress upon that enough. The other thing is Facebook ads fatigue really quickly. <laughs> so so they don't last very long um, because people get sick of seeing them and stop clicking. Uh, within about five days. Generally. Yeah, I was going to ask what what's quickly. So five days, that is pretty quick. That's pretty darn quick. Yeah, yeah, which is why you know people like me who manage other people's campaigns are valuable because um, Facebook ads can be quite intensive, especially if you're doing big spends because you're needing to refresh your ad constantly you need to know where to target um, and, and, and how to make sure you're keeping your click-through rate, that CTR that we talked about before. You're always, you know, that, that's the thing you're chasing all the time. I want the click-through rate because I know I'm going to be getting value and I know my ads are effective. So you need to refresh them. And you'll see there's a little graph in the um, ads manager. You'll, it will track how your ad's performing. So as soon as it starts to slope down. Need the refresh. To Got it. Yeah. So increase your bid to get more impressions. We talked about that before. Yep. So if your ad's working, then either increase your bid. If that doesn't work, then pause it. If you don't get a click-through rate above that 0.02 or 0.05 um, pretty quickly, then pause it and start again. The ad's probably not going to work for you. Um, and there is a lot of trial and error, and you know that's just all part and parcel of cool. Facebook advertising. So follow a theme or category for your precise interests. So don't put in, you know, we had in there before showed you some social media um, precise targets. Don't then go and put in um, like a fitness guru in there as well. Right. Because it's going to just mess around with you, you understanding what's going to work for you and what's not. So if your product is an online marketing product but it appeals to the fitness industry too, then do separate campaigns, one for fitness type interests and one for social media interests. Don't put them together because, you, you know, the more you stuff in there, doesn't make it better. Right, and the reoccurring actually, theme here that I see throughout this has been just specific, specific, specific. The more that you can go that way, yeah. you can you can just you can put things in little compartments, but get specific on each one. Yes, yeah, and and you know if you haven't got the confidence to do that upfront, it's okay, but you just got to be prepared that you won't get the value straight up. But what you will do is get the insight. So if you don't have all that specific information, like I've just talked about. It's okay, you can run some broader ads and Facebook do have some reporting that you can go into called a demographic responder report. So you can click on create a report, go in there and you can actually see which kind of demographics um, and locations have clicked on your ad more, where your ad's working cool. better. So cool. you can do that. Um, so like I said, test your offer. Um, not testing is the biggest single, single mistake people make. Um, as well as doing broad uh, category targeting. So do test in different groups, mm-hmm. as I mentioned before. I can't impress upon that enough. And um, make several variations of your ad. So you can just keep all the elements the same in your campaign and just change up the image, for example, right. um, or change your targeting. So it is good to test a couple of different images in the one campaign 
and then go to the next campaign um, and, and that could be your demographic split, for example. So you could duplicate the campaign and just target males and females and test different images within the campaign. Cool. So I don't want to get too complicated because it is a little... Keeping it simple. Kiss, 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 kiss. Blow people's yeah. mind, but yeah, I do want to impress them on just testing. Pause any underperforming ads that, that don't look like they're going to work for you. Only put a couple of ads in each... Oh. Hang on a minute. Sorry, that was there. We are just um. Gone hey, we keep it. Button. We keep it real here. We keep it live. Yeah. We never know where we're that? at. But hey, you went back. <laughs> hey, you went right back where you were at. That's impressive. Normally, we I would. I've yeah. done that before and ended up at the beginning of a presentation. So that was impressive. Oh, excellent! I know. Well, I was talking with my hands and then touched the <laughs> touched the keyboard and lost it. So yeah, just put a few ads in each campaign because the other thing is Facebook will only run ads. When, when one ad starts to do well, they'll just keep serving up that ad and ignore the rest of the ads in your campaign. So that's another tip. Um, and targeting and testing have the most influence on your performance. Not your performance, but the ad's performance. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, uh, well, yeah, there you go. Insert <laughs> joke there. Um, but yeah, so 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 all, all makes 100% sense here. I mean, this has been super, super helpful. I know that my education level, and I'm sure everyone that's watching and listening went from wherever it is skyrocketed through on this for sure. This has been super interesting. I hope so. I hope so. Um, so, so that so that makes sense to you yep. so far. There's no other bits on there that we need to, to go through. No, you're such I a good presenter. One. I just get to sit back and relax here with my iced coffee and my water. I don't even need to ask anything. <laughs> trust me. Excellent. And that's the thing is that I am a resource too. So if anyone has questions, um, they can definitely come along to my Facebook page um, and ask me questions uh, too. So I know that some of it can seem a bit daunting if you haven't um, dipped your toe in the water yet. So um, my Facebook page is uh, facebook.com forward slash ad queen page. Okay, cool. I'll make sure we get that linked up. So facebook.com slash what was it? Slash ad ad and then queen okay. page. So come along and ask me a question because I'm sure people will have questions. Um, yep. So, you know, I understand that. So please ask me a question. Or the other thing that, um, you know, we've got as well, oh, by the way, that the better you ads perform, the better value you're going to get. And that's what it's all about. But um, I do also have a, um, a Facebook pro a program, an online program where, you know, we've got a lot of hands-on support. I know that um, Facebook ads can be quite daunting and as you move your way through you do really need to understand right. um, you know what's working what's not and have someone guide you through that process so I've got an online program that has you know several video modules that you can go through as your, at your own pace and revisit as you need but I also have live um, group coaching calls every week um, and a nice private Facebook group where people post their ads and say, why isn't this working or which image should I use with that? And I'm in there helping people um, do that. So so that works quite well um, as well as I offer done for you campaign coaching uh, and coaching Sweet. if you want to do private And coaching. people can find out so, about all that uh, Victoria, right at this link that we have right here, which is um, fbadqueen.com slash rise, correct? Yes, that's right. All right, awesome. And we'll link that up below in the show notes as, as well. It's, it's fbadqueen.com slash rise. You can check out all our programs. Um, you know, yeah, again, and I've noticed that too. Like, some, you know, you might be able to sit here and say, okay, I got enough info. I can go off to the races. I know a lot of us, you know, need more help. And, and if that's the case and you want to go at it, um, this is a perfect resource to go for, for sure. 
Absolutely. All right. Well, Victoria, this has been fantastic. I, 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 I don't think I've ever talked so little. So uh, that is a good sign for everyone. Um, uh -oh. we, we, no, it's a good. No, it's a good thing because the information was fantastic. The link is there. Um, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time. This has been super helpful, and just uh, keep on rocking it. And I'm sure I'll see you at the next conference for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. All right. This is Victoria Gibson on the Rise to the Top. All that stuff is linked up below. I'll see you next time. I'm David Seitman-Garland. And remember, if you want some fluff, you know what to do. Go pet a bunny. And one more quick reminder, if you want to get your grubby little hands on a free copy of GoToWebinar, just like I did, uh, here's what you got to do. Head over to GoToWebinar.com, click the Try It Free button, enter the promo code SPECIAL, and you're going to get a 45-day, no credit card, free trial. Awesomeness.